Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 311, recorded live on Sunday, June 9th, 2013. And here are your hosts, the man who was having issues with a cell phone this morning, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who's still got his G2 running-ish, Andy Lohai. Ish? It's starting to show its age. Oh no, it's age, it's only like three years old. Is it really only three years old? I don't know. You have the internet, go look. I had Firefox closed down right now, so... Uh, T-Mobile G2 release date. September 10th of 2010 is when the price tag was released. So I think it was out in, like, October... Uh, so yes, Andy, three years. I'm just trying to find our G2 episode, and I can't find it. A G2 what? Episode, where we had the, the G2. Oh, I don't know, but I'm also looking at available by country on Wikipedia. The Desire Z was out in November, and that's the G2. I know, but it wasn't the official G2. No, but it came out before the G2. Yeah, it did. So... November of 2010. Episode 174. I got it in October 9th, 2010. Okay. So. So, two and a half years. And it seems to be... Phones move quick. Yeah. Phones move really, really, really quick. Can't believe it's only Like, that's four or five generations behind. Yeah, because I'm still running Cyanogen 7.2, and we're up to, what, 10 now? 10.1. Release Candidate 5 is out. Andy, I think it's time to upgrade your phone. (sighs) But it still works. Does it? (laughs) You were just saying it's starting to show its age. Well, sometimes I try and make it do too many things at one time. Oh, and it doesn't like that. No. Yep. Actually, for, for what it's worth, I recently used my G2 while I was in England. Yes. So it, it worked fine for me. I did a factory refresh before I went out there, but... I think that's what I need to do. I think I actually just need to clean it out and do a refresh. Just start it clean. Mm-hmm. Maybe look for a different ROM besides Cyanogen. Change well, I, pro- I probably want to put it back to factory state before I try putting another ROM on it. No, you, you can just go from ROM to ROM. Really? Yeah. Because I thought the way I unlocked it and rooted it was not the correct way. I mean, it's been so long since I've had to do anything with one Andy. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. Check the experts on XDA developers. Probably could. It's really funny is if I was going to get another phone, I would get Kate's phone. What does Kate have? The uh, Samsung Relay 4G or something like that. Okay. Samsung Galaxy Relay for something. You you wouldn't want like the G2 or the G3 or the Nexus? Samsung Galaxy S Relay 4G. Wow, they really need to come up with better phone names. Yeah. Like really need to get better. Well, okay, so we're on T-Mobile. Okay. And I want a QWERTY keyboard. Oh, that's why. (laughs) Yeah. So. How often do you use your QWERTY keyboard? Every time I text somebody. Okay, because I made the jump. Right, I have the Galaxy S3. We talked about this. I made the jump, and you know what? I don't miss the QWERTY keyboard. I do. 
<laughs> what do you mean you do? You don't. You have it. How can you miss it? Well, maybe I. I don't know. I like on that phone on the G two. Yes, you need it because the screen is smaller. But the phones now that are just like this full panel touchscreen are freaking huge. It's thin. It's fine. It still fits in your hand. Your hands are about the same size as mine. True. I have an easier time texting with this than I did with the keyboard. Now, are you using Google's new keyboard or? Uh, I don't know. What keyboard am I using? I don't know. Let me let me find out what keyboard I'm using. Settings, language, and input. Yep, Android keyboard AOSP. Oh no, I'm using SwiftKey. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Android keyboard AOSP. Because the, the Android, the, the Google keyboard just got updated, which has basically yeah. a lot of stuff as from Swift every key other the key, yeah, swipe. from all the other keyboards. Yeah, yep, I'm using SwiftKey. It's actually really good. It's a very well designed keyboard. Never thought I'd have to say those words, but it's a very well designed keyboard. God, I still love how we're still using the QWERTY keyboard. Turns out we may have been lied to. What? As far as the QWERTY keyboard being intentionally designed to slow people down. What? We may have been lied to about that. But by who and why? I don't know, and because they can. Well, that's not a very good reason. <laughs> well, I, I read an article earlier this week. I probably couldn't find it again if I tried, about how that's one of the myths of the history of computing. Hmm. That the QWERTY keyboard was in. I mean, because if you think about it, there are certain keys that go together right next to each other and you don't want an even distribution because you're better with certain fingers than others for instance th right next to each other es ed er right next to each other i don't know i'll have to hunt this one down and see okay you do that in the meantime we should actually probably record a podcast i suppose i was going to ask you something Oh. I said, I'll wait until after, until we start to talk about it. Now I don't remember what it was. Well, whose fault is that? Yours. What? Because we didn't start fast enough. I'm sorry, who was going to the bathroom? Do we really need to say that on <laughs> the podcast, Andy? I mean, really? You're going to take everyone's time by telling them that I went to the bathroom before we started recording? If you wanted to try and use the argument that we didn't start recording fast enough... I do believe it was from when I got back because it wasn't until I got back that I knew I wanted to talk about something. I'm like, all right, I'm back. Let's go. And then it was like five or eight minutes later. It was not five or eight minutes later. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I was just ready to go, you know, at like two o'clock. Your time. Yes. Yep. Uh, My parents were still here. Yeah. So no. Then you went for your run. Well, yes, because I had to do that anyway. Yeah. So that's fine. It all worked out. We're good. We're flexible. We bend with the wind. We do not break. I can't figure out how to segue that into anything. Xbox One! Xbox One. Um, So we we should probably mention, because this is going to be coming out Monday the 10th. Okay. E3 is this week. Yes. As is the WWDC, Worldwide Developer Conference, for Apple. Yes. Are they traditionally in the same week? Have I just been blind to that fact? 
Or have I just forgotten it and that we actually do talk about that like every year when it rolls around? I don't know. Because, I mean, how much coverage does Apple think they're going to get? Everyone's going to be in L.A. covering E3. Well, let's just search for WWDC and see what Wikipedia tells me. I, I don't think Wikipedia is going to tell you, like, has been in the same day as E3 for the last four years. I think you'll actually have to do some digging. You know, some actual research, not just Wikipedia. But, according to high school students, this is research. This is a starting place for research. WDC, WWDC 2010 was announced on April 28th, 2010. WWDC, okay, so... It's announced. When was it? Was it was held June 7th to June 11th, 2010. Okay. So it's always this time of year. Yeah, 2011, June 6th to June 10th. 2012, June 11th to June 15th. So it's like the second Monday of June-ish. June 10th to June 14th. Okay. So yeah, probably the second Monday. Or first Monday after the first Tuesday or something like that. Anyway, one so. was the 6th. Well, one was on the 6th. That True. can't be the second Monday of June. But it can be the first Monday after the first Tuesday. Of course, Apple would do something like that. So, or can it be the first Monday after the first Tuesday? If the first Tuesday is the first... So how did we get on Apple? Seventh. We were freaking talking about the Xbox One and somehow well, we, were we got Well, we were talking about the Apple? fact that it's E3 this week, and so oh. we're going to be getting a lot more for the Xbox One as well as the PlayStation 4 this week. Yes, but and not that, as of the time of this recording because Not it's as Sunday. of the time of right now. So, Andy, before we begin and talk about the used games for Xbox One... What predictions would you care to make about E3 and the game inf- game information or style of information that's going to come out about the Xbox One and the PS4? Well, the Xbox One, we're actually going to hear about titles for it. <laughs> Actual games besides sports? Yeah, I know. Crazy. Uh, PS4. I'm expecting Microsoft, because Microsoft has the, uh, the opening keynote, right? Yes. So I'm expecting them to clarify a lot of their statements, right? Because at the end of the last one, they had like eight different people saying five different things. Yes. And no one knew who to believe. And it was all conflict information. They finally got their ducks in a row. Right. But I I think that they're going to use this opportunity to issue clarification. So who's making games for the Xbox One? Well, EA. EA. Activision. Uh... Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Okay. You think Diablo 3 will be released on the Xbox One? Probably not. Really? I know it's being released on the Xbox 360. The closest you're going to get to RPGs on the Xbox are your Fallouts and your Skyrims. Really? Yeah. I mean, your Final Fantasies. Really? Have you played any of the recent Final Fantasies? I didn't say they were good. They're still RPGs. Do you... I don't think there's going to be any announcement about them. Well, there won't be an announcement, but I'm saying that there will eventually be an RPG. Outside of the Skyrim Fallout sort of RPG? Yeah, and by Skyrim you mean Elder Scrolls, because Skyrim was just the sixth, fifth, sixth. I didn't know what the original one was called. Everybody just is like, oh, Skyrim! Well, it's part of the Elder Scrolls series. Okay. As well as Morrowind and Oblivion. And I don't know any of the others. I don't know either. Okay. 
You, you, I think Blizzard may say like, "Hey, Diablo three also for the Xbox One and the PS4," because it would be suicide for them to just release it for the 360 and the PS3. It's not backwards compatible, and by the end of this year, tons of people are going to be moving on. Really, tons of people. Andy, consoles always sell out on opening weekend. True. No matter how bad they are, no matter how expensive they are, no matter how many, you know, how much the reviewers say, don't buy this yet, they sell out. All right, so now I'm completely unrelated note. I was looking at Amazon uh, E3 page, mm-hmm. and the uh, I'm a little worried because according to their video games list, you can pre-order your Xbox One game for a hundred dollars. What? According to Amazon, you can pre-order uh, Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed 4. For Xbox One. For Xbox One and the PS4. At 100 bucks each? At 100 bucks each. Each? Yes. Like, both companies are are at 100 bucks. You know what? It, all right, so prediction time? <laughs> Do you think games are going to cost 100 bucks? No. No, they're going to be I, more than sixty, though. I can tell you that. They're going to be seventy bucks. They're going to do another ten dollar increase. Yeah, it's going to be seventy bucks. Really, God, seventy bucks now. Yep. Well, I mean, inflation three percent a year. How long has it been since the last raise? Long time. So it's uh, it is about due. Now the problem, I mean, people have been saying this for for a little while. These games for a huge AAA title that I'm going to be getting tons of time out of. Yeah, sure. I will actually pay sixty to seventy dollars for a, a you know half indie kind of dinky little. It looks fun. Maybe I'd like to try it. I'm not paying that much money. And if they change the pricing to match that, that's awesome, and it'll be successful. If they start saying that like Dora the Explorer is going to be seventy dollars at release, they're going to start losing. People aren't going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Too much money. Especially in the world of free-to-play. Yep. Where everybody thinks all oh, the app on their phone costs I mean, a dollar. Think about even the, the like super expensive $15 apps versus a $70 game. It's crazy. So, yeah, I, I think the price is going to go up. No, it's not going to be $100. There's no way. No. No one would buy a game. Oh, okay, not no one. There were our people who would buy the game. But dear Lord, $700? The hell? Would you buy... Do you have any game, Andy, that you would have paid $100 for? No. Flat. I mean, no, subscription doesn't game. count. Subscription doesn't count because you paid more than that for WoW. I'm, I'm telling you, no. There is no game out there that I would have paid upfront a hundred bucks. What if WoW had been a hundred bucks but lifetime subscription? Mm, I don't know. I probably would have done the math about, hey, why not? Yeah, so been like, well, if I play it for a year, <laughs> yeah. I'm all of the sudden money ahead. Yep. Hell, if they had offered a $200 lifetime subscription, I would have taken it. And still paid for the expansions. Now, I wouldn't have paid $200 for each expansion. No. But I would have paid, I would have paid $200 for a lifetime subscription plus... 50 to $60 per expansion. And in fact, I'd be much more likely to be purchasing Pandaria and whatever comes after. 
Yeah, I, I can't imagine that they'll actually sell it for a hundred bucks a game. No, that yeah, no. So, so Amazon's games. wrong though. No, Amazon's putting in a placeholder price of a hundred bucks. Yeah, they'll re- well because they don't want to do it for less than it's going to cost. It's hey, make a pre-order at sixty dollars. Oh, the game's actually seventy. We need another ten bucks. True. No, it's hey, pay us a hundred bucks. When they announce the price, which they're going to announce, we'll put it in for seventy and then refund you the thirty. Gotcha. It's okay. that you are authorizing it of up to one hundred dollars. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? I mean it's the same thing with actually it's the same thing with any credit card purchase. You are authorizing up to a certain amount. So anyway, the Xbox One. Yeah. Used games. Well there's Did two you... things that we know for a fact now. Okay. One? Well, no, we, we actually still don't know them for facts, but we know that this is what the company has said. Well, the first one is that it has to connect once, once every 24 hours to the internet. There no ifs, ands, or buts. Once every 24 hours in order to play games. You don't connect, you don't get games. Now, that's once every 24 hours to play games. Yes. What about to do things like Netflix? Well, since you probably would have to connect, if you're doing Netflix instantly, you are connected to to the internet. That's that's a good point. But if you're doing the discs, you can still watch the Blu-rays and such. Okay, so I can still use it as an entertainment center. Yes, and but games still work. Games are right out after 24 hours. (laughs) So I seriously hope you don't have a power outage. Well, power outage at the wrong time. Yes, I mean if you have a power outage but it was on right before then, you're still good for 24 hours. Yes. Also, if you have a power outage, what are you doing trying to play video games? You have an excellent point there. <laughs> okay, correction. I really hope that the Your PlayStation Network... Your network provider doesn't have... The PlayStation Network? Really, Andy? Remember, remember with, how long was the PlayStation Network Andy, down for? Andy, what company are we talking about? How long was the PlayStation Network down for? A couple for? days. Andy, what company are we talking about? Microsoft. There you go. Are you saying that this, the, what happened to the PlayStation Network? No, but I'm saying that when you were about to say, what if the PlayStation Network goes down again? In my head, it made sense. <laughs> if the PlayStation Network goes down again, Microsoft is going to be jumping for joy. Now, if Xbox Live goes down for the same amount of time as the PlayStation Network. Then we have problems. We have serious problems. Particularly because your games will be hosted on Xbox Live. Yeah, it's everything is switching from actually owning the device to owning a license. Right. But this has been a change that's been coming for a long time. Unfortunately, yes. Do you own the game, or do you own the right to play the game? Now you own the right. Right. Before I owned the game, look at all these games I own. Many of them I don't play anymore. But look at all the games that I own. Right. <laughs> like, I look over at my, my shelf, which is nothing but, like, old games that haven't been touched in months, years. I pulled out Guitar Hero the other week. I tried doing that. My guitars didn't work. Oh, no. My guitars work fine. Where did the batteries go that I got from Ikea? The what? Why do you have batteries from Ikea? Well, we went shopping at Ikea, and I was like, hey, the batteries are pretty cheap. So I bought some batteries, and I was going to try them out just to see if it was a battery issue, if there was like an actual serious issue with my guitars. Oh, my guitars don't have batteries. I'm talking about the original PlayStation 2 guitars. Oh. 
Like, I got my PlayStation 2 out and played Guitar Hero. Oh. My PlayStation 2, I do believe, is in my parents' basement. <laughs> so it's gone. Well, I know where it is. It is. Right. I know what box. I know what the box looks like. I specifically got a unique-looking box. Yes, with that exact thought in mind, that if I needed to, I can go down there and go. Okay, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be looking for. There it is. Okay, so there's the one thing of you must connect every it 24 connect. hours. Right. The other thing is the used games. Now this is this is where it gets interesting. Remember we talked about how uh, EA was getting rid of the online pass? Yes. Were you on that episode? I don't know. Was that last week? I think it was two weeks ago, so I probably Two weeks ago was a random topic recap, wasn't it? No. No? Yeah. Three weeks ago? Hang on, I'm, I'm going back. EA. Random review. Three weeks ago? No. Random access adventure. No, it's not there. No. Huh. Somewhere in here, we talked about how EA was dropping their online pass. Yes. And I... It it may not have even been part of the episode. It may have been part of the pre- or post-show, which isn't published. But I said something along the lines of, this is dangerous. And this this kind of... uh, implies something that most people aren't going to want to see. Which is the only reason that they'd get rid of it isn't that it wasn't working. It's that they don't need it anymore. Nope, because of this. Now it's on the console itself. Game publishers can enable you to trade in your games at participating retailers. So now GameStop is going to be making a deal with Activision. Yes. For reselling game for reselling games. Uh oh. Uh oh. Third party publishers may opt in or out of supporting game resale and may set up business terms or transfer fees with the retailers. Uh oh. So Microsoft is facilitating it on the console. Yes. But it's going to be up to the retailers and the uh the the publishers to actually set the terms. Yes. Now, I can still give you a game. But. But. First off, you and I have to be friends on Xbox Live for at least 30 days. Which, you know what? Fuck it, who cares? Are you, going to, they, are you hmm? going to lend a game to someone that you, you just met? Especially when you have a thousand spots on your friends list? Is it up to a thousand now? Yep, they raised the cap. It's not 100 anymore. It will be a thousand. Oh, thank God, because... Granted, I, I don't have really Xbox Live anymore, so... Right, and who's on your friends list right now? Anyone watching Netflix. Yeah. There was a great webcomic, which was like... I don't see why everyone's complaining about Xbox not doing games. Because when you go and look at your friends list, no one's doing games. Let me currently actually see my friends list. See if I can remember my password. <laughs> Is that my password? No, it's not. Damn it. Okay, do it later. Do it later. Is that Andy. my password? Andy. Yes. I remembered my password. Good for you. Netflix, Minecraft, Netflix, Minecraft. Right. 
mostly Netflix. Well, that was 50% Netflix. Yes. And 50% Minecraft. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so used games, and you can lend games to your friends who have been established as your friends for some time. But only once. Only once? Well, once per game. Yes. Not just once. Hold. So, if I played Assassin's Creed 4, loved it, and I gave it to you and said, hey, you should play this, you play it, and like, oh, this is great, we should give it to Dave, or we should give it to Bry. Cannot do. Okay. One time and one time only. Okay. So I guess it's a good thing we didn't do Lend to. Yes. Because it wouldn't work anymore. No. We'd be having, like, strategy meetings of how can we handle this. Yes. So speaking of video game news, mm-hmm. Zanga has laid off 520 employees. That's a lot of people. 18% of its workforce. Why are they killing, well, not killing, getting rid of so many people? Because um, they're in deep shit. Yes, they're trying to save $80 million. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What's their, their stock ticker? ZNGA? Something like that. Wow! How bad is it? $2.84. Oh! Used to be, what, like 15 bucks at its height? Yeah, about that. Somewhere close to that. Damn! And now they're laying off how many people? 520. 15% of their workforce? 18%. 18% of their workforce? Mm-hmm. Oh, Not man. only that, but uh, this is well, not in this I mean, article. those... M- many of those... Developers, assuming they are all developers, will probably hit their hit the ground with their feet. Yes, but not only uh, out of this five hundred and twenty, they mm-hmm. also basically closed all of OMG Pop. OMG Pop. Mm-hmm. The guys they spent a hundred and eighty million dollars to buy the 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 guys behind draw something. Wow. So yeah, they, we knew that was going to happen. They spent $180 million, and then what'd they get out of it? <laughs> Zip. It's kind of funny. Is, uh, I have this to find is, this the article. is like the, the perfect example, how not to run a game company. It's kind of funny you should say that, because some of the former o- OMG Pop people had, like, somebody tweeted the fact that she did learn that she was fired from Facebook. What? <laughs> And she's like, thanks, Zanga, for reminding me how not to be a video game company. Yeah, no shit. What the hell? I, I, I don't know. My God, Zanga's in deep shit. And they don't even know it. Someone there knows it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't see the writing on the wall, there is, yeah, wow. Okay. I, I feel bad for a lot of those programmers. <laughs> That's terrible. Hopefully they rode the gray train, but were expecting to be fired. Yeah. Okay. So that's Zynga. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. No, literally, wow. World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you got? I see, I see a wow movie. Yes. Why? Who? Because they want to make money. Who and what are they going to play? Um, nobody really knows. But according to tell me, the director please, and the producer... Please tell me this is not some crappy, you've been sucked into the game, like the, uh, the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Please I have not seen that. that movie, but now I, I'm not sure if I want to or not. 
Oh, Andy, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's not even like cheesy bad. It's just bad, bad. So it's almost like Birdemic bad. Like the original Mario Brothers movie bad. Oh. Like the, hey, surprise, you're now in a game world. I really hope that's not where they're taking this. Well, they're going to start filming it the beginning of next year. Where? I don't know. Okay. But that's where Do we know it what is. it's called? No. IMDB Warcraft. Warcraft by tw- in 2015. Oh, God. It even has an official fan site. Warcraft-the-movie. Laura wants to know if it's CG versus live action. No one knows yet. Although, given that they're going to be shooting, it's going to be live action. It's coming from the director who did Source Code. Oh, because that was a, a thriller right there. Oh, God. Oh. I, what? I, okay. I'm really worried about this, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Are we going to try and keep tabs on this movie, Andy? Well, we've got nothing going on until the beginning of next year. So. I mean, I'm, I'm seven months clean on this game. Do I really want to get back into it like this? <gasps> what? On a completely unrelated note. Okay. Samsung Galaxy S4. Yeah. Case that has a built-in sliding out keyboard. Oh, there you go. So you could have a Galaxy S4 and a QWERTY. Mm-hmm. And we were just saying how it's time for you to upgrade. Keyboard case is 80 bucks. Wow, that's a lot of money for a case. Like that's a that's a lot of money for a case. You mm-hmm. can buy a phone for less than that. But if you if you wanted the Galaxy S4 in all its that, glory, that's a way to do it. Mhm. Definitely a way to do it. Okay. Sorry, that was out of left field, but I saw that and I'm like, "Really?" And then you saw the price like, "Oh." <laughs> So let's see what else we got. What's going on with green light now? So here's an interesting case. Let's say you're developing a game. Okay. Andyland. What? That's the name of my game. Andyland. Andyland. Sure. You are writing Andyland, which, by the way, I now remember what I was going to ask you about at the very beginning, and we will come back to that in a little bit. Okay. Assuming I remember. Okay. In fact, I'm going to say it so that I don't forget. Antichamber. Oh, God. Yes. Okay, anyway, Andyland. You are making Andyland. Andyland, a fantasy adventure MMORPG uh, FPS space combat simulator. <laughs> I was ready about to take a drink of Sprite before you said that. <laughs> that would have been bad. There would have been Sprite everywhere. <laughs> you, you work on this game, you, you get it all set, and a publisher picks it up and says, we're putting it on Steam, and you are happy. Yay! Huzzah! And that's how it works, right? Mazel tov. Congratulations, Andy Land is a success. Yay. You decide to work on Andy Land 2, but the publisher says no. Publisher says, we don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, and so you say, okay, I'm going to just green light. Now, of course, this is... Just go use your own computer. Sorry. What? Nothing. Uh, so, so you are designing this and you you are building it and you green light it okay and green light it gets on there and then you you say you know what i'm not going to worry about green lighting it and you let the green light kind of fade 
And then a publisher comes by and says, hey, we'll do that. Okay. All right. Okay, so, got so I've got and, and, Andy Lamb was a success. Uh, they didn't want to do a sequel, but I did, so I started to greenlight it, but, but another, I got busy. Yeah, you got busy, you didn't want to greenlight it, you, you did some work on it, another publisher comes by and wants to pick it up. Okay, sounds great. Cool. Uh, Steam doesn't let you put it on. What? You tried to greenlight it. Yes. So it has to go through greenlight. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Now, this is similar to a situation that actually happened. Okay. Except this wasn't a sequel. It was the original game. A couple guys were working on a game. They had a green light, and it wasn't green lit. But they let the green light kind of fade. They kept working on the game. Cartoon Network steps in, says, we will publish your game. Kind of like Robot Unicorn? Right. Guys say, awesome. That's fantastic. Steam says no. (laughs) That they don't want the publishers to be a shortcut through Greenlight. That they don't want indie developers to see, ah, if I could only get a publisher, then I wouldn't need to go through this. That seems... Oh, yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, on the one hand, I agree that, yes, a publisher shouldn't be just a a shortcut to the front of the line for Greenlight, but at the same time, that's what a publisher is for. A publisher goes and goes, hey, that looks here's good. The, here's the money. Let's publish it. Let's publish it, right? I mean, they're like an investor. Yeah. It's like, here's the money. Uh, so I don't know. And like, if they hadn't greenlit it in the first place, if they hadn't tried to greenlight it, but still got it picked up by Cartoon Network, they'd be fine. Now, a publisher could potentially at this point try and drive the greenlight and make sure that there's enough publicity and the fans are out there. And and get it through that process, but a lot of publishers aren't going to want to mess with that. What's your take on it? It's all the the idea of Greenlight is to get things published, right? Mm-hmm. It's the idea for indies to go, hey, this is cool, we're working on this, we want to get it published, can you guys publish it for us? Right. So my idea is that if Greenlight is blocking somebody from publishing something then that's kind of defeating the idea of Greenlight is to get things published. Mm. So strange and weird and does not work. Yeah. On a completely unrelated note, um, going three articles into the link that you had there. Okay. Um, Digging in kind of deep, aren't you? Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil 2 supposedly is going to be revealed at E3. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yes. Do you ever play the original Beyond Good and Evil? I don't think so. It's probably on Steam. Speaking of Steam. Played, played black and white? No, that's that's completely different. Okay. I'd love to see a new recreation of black and white without Peter Molyneux. I tried to play black and white, and I never got it to work. Again, I'd like to see a recreation of it without Peter Molyneux. Do you think he would let that happen? No. That's his baby. Yeah. It's like I couldn't even get into it enough to actually enjoy it. It's like I have the discs, I have black and white, and I have black and white too. Just never got it to work. I don't know what it was. Maybe I don't have a god complex. I mean, did you not get it to work in the sense of you didn't know what you were doing, or that it didn't click for you, or what? I never got off the tutorial island. Okay. I'm not sure why. 
was trying to find uh, follow the tutorial and it just never worked. I, I think you have a problem following directions, Andy. <laughs> That's one of my many problems. I got through the tutorial, but that is a hard game. And always, always, I like every time I tried to be really good, and my my creature, my minion, would always be this like hunched over, awful, evil, corrupt little thing. Like no matter how good I was, and you know, I had this beautiful shining golden temple. My creature was always like the absolute devil. Maybe you needed that. No. I wanted my creature to be a paragon. I, like, I had him watering the fields, and I had him, and then all of a sudden he's eating people. <laughs> like, no, Ben, and so you slap him so that he, he doesn't do it, because that's, that's the punishment. Except that he thought that I slapped him for, like, casting cure on a village. And then he starts doing fireballs, and you're like, no, bad monkey. This is the one game, by the way, where slapping the monkey is perfectly acceptable. All right, so anyway, going back to Antichamber... Antichamber. You played it this morning for a long time. What did yes. you think? Uh, <laughs> it's something. Isn't it? What color gun did you get? Uh, I've got blue and green. Okay. I haven't figured out how to get the green gun yet. I think I just need to restart the game. I'm not sure how I got to it either. Like, I can't even explain to you. <laughs> You're like, you you walk down this hall, and then you turn around, and then you hop on your left foot three times and say, murder, 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 into the mirror. It's like even tries trying to explain, like, oh, you gotta walk here, but here. But then there's, like, multiple ways to get there. Sometimes I didn't even realize that I was in the same spot I already had been for a little bit. I was like, oh, wait a second, I've already been here. I figured this out. Hold on. Escape button. Okay, I get it. It... I... There's a yellow gun in there, too, and I haven't figured out how to get to that. There's a yellow gun. There's a red gun. There's a red gun? Yeah. I haven't even I haven't even seen where even to go for that. Yeah. It's a mess. Again. Did, did you like the counter? <laughs> that was... I was sitting there like, oh, no, crap. Two hours. Two hours. Oh, God. And then I... Did, oh. Wait, wait, 90... How do I... No! No, God! Only 45 minutes left! I, oh, God! Ten seconds left, I fail. Wait, what? <laughs> so Jack ass. <laughs> oh. I always love where some of the signs were like telling you something, and then later you're like, oh, wait a second, that sign told me to do something, and then you try it out like, ah, oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. He left hints. <laughs> See, according to some of the signs, I'm only halfway through. The signs tell you your progress? For the that most you're halfway recent... through or that you've seen 50% of the signs? I, I do. Well, one of the signs told me I was halfway done. Wow. So. Okay, you're way further than I am. Yeah. Good game, though, isn't it? Yeah. Brain-bending, mind-draining. I want to I actually map out what that place is like. Well, there's the map on the wall. Yeah, but that doesn't do any help. That's the best as you're going to get, because some of that stuff... Non-Euclidean geometry. Yeah. The one thing I was kind of surprised he hadn't done, at least Mm -hmm. I haven't discovered it yet, is a room somehow that can turn the ceiling into walls. Wait, what? (laughs) Be able to, the way, like, say you look up at a ceiling, Mm -hmm. suddenly that ceiling becomes a wall in front of you, and the wall that was in front of you becomes the floor. Oh, yeah, you could do that. I haven't found a room that does that, though. I think, actually, 
There's a room in Portal that every time I go into it, that's what it feels like. In Portal 2, do you remember the, the air shaft leading up? Yes. Yeah, I, I swear every time I go in there I get totally disoriented and then I turn around and all of a sudden I'm standing on the wall. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And there's no frame of reference. Okay, so I finished all of Portal 2 again, mm-hmm. thanks to the trading cards. I, um, you know what I thought was missing? What? Those challenge maps. Remember that you had those? The, yeah, the, do it in like three portals or less. Yeah. Or they had the, the, the challenge mode where it, like the room was actually covered in like non-portal walls instead of regular walls. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any of those in the second one. Nah, there's user-created content instead. It's a fair trade. But then you have to literally slog through. It's a fair trade. That's the one thing I've always wanted with user-created content, is a freaking editor. There is one. Who? Oh, that kind of editor. Yeah. Not like a level editor. No. Which is the whole point of the user-created content. Yes. A curator. Mm-hmm. And not just a crowdsource curator. Yes. Okay. Because there is a curator. I mean, there's, there's the crowdsourcing. There's the ratings. Still, sometimes the wisdom of the crowd is not what you're looking for. No. All right. Anyway, back to topics. Google buying Waze. Yes. Waze, in case anybody has never tried it, is an app. It's a GPS with uh, a lot of social integration. Like if you are driving down the road and you see a cop on the side of the road... Um, you can actually tell the GPS, hey, there's a cop there. And so it will then go and connect to other people nearby you. And then um, it will tell them, hey, there's a cop here. That sort of stuff. So it's it's a GPS app with serious social integration. Speaking of okay. the wisdom of the crowds. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, crowds suck. Oh, crowdsource GPS. For your iPhone and Android. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly, it's going to be bought by Google. For how much? $1.3 billion. Wow. <laughs> just, just, wow. That's, ouch. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had that kind of cash to toss around. This is one of those things, though, where the more people that do it, the better off you are. Yes. That's why they have an installed user base of 50 million users. It's a lot of people. Can I find out how many are in my area? I am not sure about that. Okay. But Google's buying them. Yes. Probably for integration with their new version of Google Maps. Probably. Because that that's the only you, reason I would use Waze. The only reason I have used Waze in the past is for some of that social interaction of, hey, there's an accident here now. The stuff that would get out there before it gets out to everybody else through the uh, traffic alerts. So yeah. Okay. So Yahoo buys Tumblr, Google buys Waze. Which one of these do you think is going to do better? I feel that Google buying Waze is a better investment than yeah, Yahoo think, buying I Tumblr. So. I I tend to agree with you. Because I still haven't figured out why Yahoo bought Tumblr. No one can figure out why Yahoo doesn't know why Yahoo bought Tumblr. <laughs> oh look, there's a uh, hi, there's actually a Google search thing in my list of previous searches where it autofills. 
why would you go Yahoo buy Tumblr? Yeah, why would Yahoo buy Tumblr? Wow. The highest, the highest search result comes back, it's all about young women. That sounds really bad. Yeah. Like, really bad. <laughs> like, disturbingly bad. Young girls. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, this one makes... Google and Waze makes perfect sense. Yes. that That's something that we, we like to call, using buzzwords, synergy. <laughs> Where you have an existing application, Google Maps, that can benefit from incorporating another application. I don't see how Yahoo is going to incorporate Tumblr. All right. Uh, Speaking of Google. Yeah. The Google shareholders meeting, I guess, is coming up. Okay. They aren't allowing glass, are they? They are not allowing glass. Wow. Why? (laughs) Cameras, recording devices, and other electronic devices such as smartphones will not be permitted at the meeting. Photography is prohibited at the meeting. Wow. Um, huh. Google has unleashed one of the most privacy-invasive devices ever. And will not allow it at their own shareholders' meeting. Well, tobacco companies produce cigarettes. It doesn't mean that they can't make their campuses non-smoking. True. And in fact, we wouldn't yell at them for that, would we? No, no, we would not. So, I mean, whatever. It's just, it seems along the lines of the fact that uh, McDonald's world headquarters... There's no actual McDonald's. Right. I mean, look, it's going to go one of two ways. Either it's going to be the best McDonald's in the country, or don't do it and don't yeah. put one there. It's there just easier not, there. To, not to put one there. And this isn't new. I mean, they've had no, you know, no phones, no cameras, no recording devices for a long time at, at shareholders' meetings. That's pretty common. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I don't think it's actually that hypocritical it's not like they're saying that these should be allowed everywhere true right if they came out and said ah google glass you guys are all stupid for banning it and then banning it that would be hypocritical but they never said that they just provide it okay uh the nsa has done some crazy shit this week oh all of the nsa stuff so we can probably just move past it Unless you have something you want to say about it. It seems ridiculous, all the stuff. The, the, the phone network stuff, and now the internet stuff, and it's... It's a bit unnerving that all this is going on. I love how the fact that Facebook and Apple were like, wait, what? We don't do this, I swear it. And then the NSA's like, no, no, they really do. Yeah, I'm... I don't think enough has come to light yet to really talk about it. It's, Not without scaring the bejesus out of everyone. What are you going to say? In another couple of weeks when all the stuff finally gets out in the open? Probably. Sound good to you? I don't know. This has been going on for a while. Only a week. Only a couple days. No, but I mean, PRISM as a whole has been going on for a while. Yes. Yes, it has. And in fact, a fair number of our readers are not U.S. citizens, which means that they are targeted by PRISM. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway... Microsoft Random. joined in 2007, Yahoo 2008, Google Facebook 2009, YouTube 2010, Skype AOL 2011, Apple joined in 2012. 
But again, I mean, I, I really don't see the use of talking through this right now until we have more of the details. If you disagree, we can talk about it. I don't know. It's it's hard to not do fear-mongering with something like this. Right. But then also, it should be brought to everybody's attention that something like this is happening. Yep. So, so go and look up PRISM. Yeah. But, you know, think about the information you're getting and take it with grains of salt and consider it. So what's going on with Samsung and Apple like now? I mean, what's always going on between them? Patent wars. Gotcha. Uh, but this was a patent that Samsung had relating to 3G. And the court has ruled in Samsung's favor. Which means potentially the iPhone 4 and the iPad 2 with 3G infringed upon it. So two old pieces of hardware might not be able to be sold anymore. Who's going to buy an iPhone 4 anymore? Probably a lot of people because it's probably really cheap. Wouldn't you buy the iPhone 4S instead? Or the 5? Or the 5, probably. But whatever. I could haul U.S. iPhone 4 sales and Apple's going whoop-de-doo. Force everyone to buy the more expensive version. Can you even buy an iPhone 4 from Apple anymore? Probably. Are you sure? No. iPhone 5, let's see. It's iPhones. I do know that we're starting to run down time. Because someone keeps going and looking things up. <laughs> buy now. What are we As I buy? looked up World of Warcraft IMDb. Oh, nope. You can still buy the iPhone 4. Okay. How much? Well, you have to agree to a two-year service plan through AT&T, Sprint, or Verizon. Oh, sorry. You can buy it unlocked for $450. Okay. I could buy an unlocked Galaxy S4 for just a little bit more than that. Well, there you go. And that's two or three generations later. iPhone 4S is $550. iPhone 5 uh, depends on how many gigabytes of space you want. It goes from 650 to 850 Okay. $850 for a phone. I believe it is my week. Yes. Okay, so random review. Random review. Retro City Rampage. The same Retro City Rampage that we interviewed about? Yep, for the PAX 10. Yes. This was... I, I remember this interview, and it was a blast. And we talked about the game and what the game was and where the game came from, and that it was originally a Grand Theft Auto remake. Yes. And then he kind of kept adding on to it and adding on to it and then started making other gaming references and other gaming references and then it just became this huge series of nothing but like an ongoing parody of old video games. Mm -hmm. It is fantastic. It is amazing. It is so good. It is hard. (laughs) Well, I can tell you for a fact that the top-down Grand Theft Auto games were hard. Well, good, because he kept that alive. Um, I mean, it, it's, it was a great game. I, I've barely scratched the surface in it as far as like the story and how deep it goes. But using it with the Steam big picture mode, fantastic. Using uh, an Xbox 360 controller or similar gamepad, I mean, the, it's just so funny. You have to, you really... To get the most out of it, you have to understand like a lot of gaming history, and you had to have played a lot of old games and pop culture references, but it's so good. I mean, I'm just watching the video. 
right now, and I'm counting all the references, and there's tons. In the first five minutes of gameplay, which is basically the tutorial, there's probably four or five different games. <laughs> You're watching the tutorial, aren't you? No, I'm just or looking the at video. the fact that you can actually buy the soundtrack to the game on vinyl. On vinyl? Yes. Produced by Jake Kaufman. Yes. Vert. Yeah. It's, it's a good game, and it is worth it. It actually is, is worth the $15. So either buy it now or wait for it to go on sale and buy it then, but it's really good. So you're playing it on Steam and not Xbox Live Arcade? Playing it on Steam. I think that would actually be the best idea is to do it on Steam. Yep. All right. So you approve. I approve wholeheartedly. Have you gotten a chance to play it yet? No. Okay. I have not. Oh, Andy's birthday is coming up soon. Done. (laughs) Isn't the Steam Summer Sale coming up soon, too? Should be at the end of this month. If Uh they keep with their same plan. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Think of okay. that and all the trading cards now. Oh, God. Oh, no. My poor wallet. All right. Uh, random topic. All right. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. What planeteer's power do you want from Captain Planet? What planeteer's power do you want your co-host to have from Captain Planet? You only get to select one power, not all of them. All right. And it specifically says the planeteer's power. Yes. Not a power from the show, because there, there was an episode where the villains all got together, and each had, like, a dark version of the rings. Do you remember that? No. Okay. Uh, damn, so... I, I think we should probably just both say what we would want, and then we can talk about what the other person would want. Wait a second, there was a bad guy called Duke Nukem? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so... LeVar Burton was Kwame? Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Didn't know that, did you? No, no, I didn't. Yep. Shows how much I paid attention to this show. I mean, it was a good show. I'd hate to see a live-action reboot. So, let's... Okay, so we have Earth, Fire, Wind, Water... And Heart. And Heart. What would you want? Um... I, mean, I almost would fire. I, I always had the affinity to fire because I used to consider myself a pyromaniac. It's also like the hardest one to control, though. Yeah. Because once you've got fire, what do you do then? Like it was always the most dangerous of the rings. It's like I'm in the middle of the forest. Fire! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you need another one to almost put yours out. Unless it could really control it. That not only does it create fire. But it can it can do things with that. Like maybe it's not fire, maybe it's heat, right? If the ring was actually heat, not fire, that changes things. I I don't know. Uh, Earth is pretty good. Wind, you know, I suppose with wind you could probably get yourself to fly. Probably. What would you do with water though? Maybe you're able to. She wasn't able to ever really create water though, right? It was just controlling it. I do believe so. Yes. So she same, can't be in the middle of the Sahara Earth, right? and. Yeah, you you drop water into the middle of a desert, it's useless. Earth was the same thing. It couldn't create rock. It It could just control what was already there. It could manipulate stone, dirt, earth. Fire was the only one that could actually create fire. Wind could create wind, because there's always air, unless I suppose if you're in a vacuum. I think I'd have to go with fire, and I'd give Andy wind, because those would be the two most useful. I don't know. The telepathicness with the animals could be interesting. Heart? 
I know it's 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 a it's an out of left field choice, but no one likes heart. <laughs> well, then I'll just talk to a rhino and be like, "Dude, did you hear what he said?" And no one's going to care. <laughs> You're talking to a rhino. Do you expect to have an intelligent conversation with this thing? I, I if I remember correctly, he can do. Some sort of... It's like saying I want to be Aquaman. <laughs> no you one wants want to, to be, be Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman doesn't want to be Aquaman. I really have not... I don't honestly cannot remember a single episode of this show. Ever. I know that the saying, by your powers combined, I am Captain Planet, but that's it. That's all I know. I mean... You only need to know the powers of the rings, and you know those. We just went over them. Earth controls Earth, although it doesn't create, just controls. Fire can create fire, but evidently can't really control it very well. Wind is controlling the air and the wind. Water is controlling the water. And I guess subsequently ice. And then heart is, like, basic telepathy and empathy with animals. I I don't know. Side note, the list of special guest stars is ridiculous. Yes. Why are you still looking at Wikipedia and you're supposed to be answering this question? Because I, I don't know. I said a heart, and then I'll give you fire. Okay. Andy's taking the wussy ring and giving me the kick-ass fire ring. I hope you burn yourself. <laughs> burn you. <laughs> I have control over fire. How could I burn myself? I could make, like, a ring of fire around me and direct the heat outwards. I fell into a burning <laughs> ring of fire. Oh. Yeah, okay. A live-action remake of that would be terrible, though. Yep. I could see them trying to do it, though. Resurrect it. Do the whole nostalgia thing. See, Captain Planet movie. It, it's fake. Thank okay. God. Uh, Alright, one last thing before we go. Are you and Kate doing the book club this month? Yes. So you realize you're reading an anime, right? Sure. Okay, because you're actually reading an anime. Okay, I had no idea. Yep. You really? The, the kind of descriptions of everything didn't give away that this is an anime? Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Were you trying to make a point with that? Well, that you, you two typically don't spend a lot of time with anime. Anyway... I thought it was interesting. And I don't care. Okay. And with that, I think the end credit ending credit music is coming on, or has been on one or the other. I don't know, because I can't hear it right now. Because it doesn't exist right now. But it does here. I'll let you think about that. Night, everyone. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>